This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have some fun with blind Oh, dear. Oh, I don't know. Okay, no. so we're at a party last night, a, a work gathering, and we don't all get together very often um, just because of all of Our the different schedules and where yep. everybody lives. Yeah, we don't and like each other. Well, we like true. each other. I'm kidding. But the bosses said, let's have a little summer gathering, and it took weeks and weeks of um, coordinating, and we got... Pretty much everybody there. There were a few exceptions. But as it it was occurring to me last night, well, first of all, when I saw Bradley and Steve Patterson um, sitting, mirroring their body language. And outfits. They mirrored each other. They were like mirror twins. At one point, their legs were crossed the same way. At one point, their legs were crossed the other way. They both were on their phone. They were sitting next to each other. They were both in navy shirts, button-down white short sleeve shirts with jeans. So we thought we would get, because we seldom do this, have people call in to see if they could guess our blind items about things that happened at the party last night. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Well, our number is 651-641-1071. We'd love to hear from you okay let's start with an easy one yeah it says <laughs> says the woman who wrote them <laughs> yeah and knows what they're about what my talker ate all of the chicken meatball appetizers like last night leaving many people out in the cold to not even have one or none because this person is a two-plater and another Does- that's it. Mm. Which okay. my talker, okay. if you can guess okay. who ate all the chicken meatballs, and and it, what person gave openly gave them crap to their face? Mm-hmm. Was that you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one, but the first one. But this, you but this person was even told when the the person that you're talking about mm-hmm. went for seconds that you know that's all we have. Yep, and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're getting other things for Don't the dinner worry, part. I'm not going to fill up on all of these. That was the comment. Instead, that's the response to that's all we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, I know someone's going to get that one I right know. away. So I know. that. I mean, I don't know. I don't have very much experience, and neither do you, and neither does Donnie, in writing a blind item. No, but I we thought it was very good. Them. We love reading them. And, yeah. okay, so we'll just give another one. Donnie, do you want to put someone on the phone He's to answer? talking oh. to people. And um, here's another one. What, what double threat personality is a compulsive hugger and a cauliflower gourmand with a strong appetite for said cauliflower? Mm-hmm. What double threat personality is a compulsive hugger and a compulsive cauliflower eating eater 
basically took all the cauliflower. Took all the cauliflower. I, well, let's just say what? Yeah, compulsive yeah. hugger and a and a and a, call, and a compulsive cauliflower eater because it was grilled. It was so good. What, what was our Shindig. restaurant? Shindig. Yeah, yummy, yummy so food. Good. Okay, Donnie, do we have any uh, guesses? I, uh, Anyone well, who will I think go on somebody, the phone? Somebody uh, had a guess, and I think they 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 uh, hung up. So, well, all how right. about the chicken? About, who, yes. All right, you call her. Oh, ate, you are good. There you are. Who do okay, you think Okay, which one do you want to do? The compulsive hugger or the chicken meatball eater? I'm going with a chicken meatball eater, and I'm going to say it was Edelweiss. Who's Edelweiss? Steve. Steve. Oh, oh you call him Edelweiss? Edelweiss. That's what Jason calls him. <laughs> we didn't even know That's that. Jason calls him. Oh, he's oh. Edelweiss. Edelweiss. I did not know that. We're not in the joke <laughs> on that one. We but aren't. <laughs> no, That's wrong. That is That's not, not, it was not no, Edelweiss. That is not the person who ate all the chicken okay, meatballs. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. We're playing... Um, Party. Blind island party. Blind. party, blind items. Yes, about we're outing other people here. Of course, yes. all in fun. Hopefully, it's this doesn't start fun. anything. And then, so we're looking for who ate all the chicken meatballs last night. Okay, well, uh, hello there. Who do you think ate all the chicken meatballs? I think it was Bradley. Absolutely, ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> why, did, why did you think that? I don't know. His name just came to came to mind first, and he seemed like he might be that kind of person. <laughs> right, but in a good you. way yeah bradley yeah. just mindlessly puppet. just popping them in his mouth you know everybody's always having like two and i'm like you know you ate all the meatballs he goes yeah i'm not going to eat anymore because i don't want to get filled up filled up and i go well you pretty much ate them all there's like two left in there right and what was the comment back well you know what uh, he didn't care what i, I know to say about i was that. just gonna so say i'm sure about, that. yeah that's What's great the other one you're for, what hugger? double threat personality is a compulsive hugger, hugger and okay. and and also kind of a you know a cauliflower, the cauliflower. yeah the cauliflower hog who is that person it's kind of funny because i gave a good a good uh thing in one the good part clue. of the clue yeah double head the yeah double tree double dutch okay so donnie's getting some calls mm-hmm. yeah i'll do one other one okay um what hollywood whiz kid is also not a fan of gratuitous hugging Okay, that kind of ties in with blind item number two about the compulsive huggers. Huggers, huggers, Mm because we last night decided some people are huggers and some people are not huggers. Some people are gratuitous huggers, and that's what I have a problem with. Okay. Just gratuitously hugging to hug. I hug my family. I hug you if we're going away on a trip and we won't see each other out. But I'm not a, I don't want to hug people all the time. Really? In fact, really ever. Really? Not this, any reason to And hug. am I supposed to be surprised by this? I think I know to the I know the answer to that one. So I'm gonna but I'm gonna let our listeners decide. All right. All right. All all right. right. We have a couple of guesses for the compulsive hugger slash cauliflower bandit. Okay, yeah. put him on the air. All air. right, I did. Who do you who do you think was the uh cauliflower bandit? What's your guess? Uh, my guess is Jason Matheson. <laughs> no, 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 it is not Jason Matheson. But of course, that is an excellent guess. It is an excellent guess. Jason, uh, yeah, that is not no? the uh, okay. compulsive Thank hugger you. and the cauliflower bandit. All right, next caller. Who was your uh, cauliflower bandit? Who who was it? Hello, Patterson. Steve yes. Patterson. Yes. 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 Oh, okay. He, not Lori. only is a cauliflower bandit, but he gave hugs to everybody. And when he came up to me, I said, "You know, I don't really, I don't really want to <laughs> hug you. I'm not really a hugger." And and he said, "No, you got to give the hug." And I said, "No, 
No, you I know, really don't. I don't. And he said, I, I he's a compulsive hugger. Uh, You're so funny, he hugs Lori. everybody. You're so and funny. And the someone, double threat is because he's on TV and radio. Yeah, of course. Right, right. And I said, if I went skin on skin, I initiate it. And then someone oh, who no, heard me, Lord. unbelievable, <laughs> heard me, said, tugged my arm and she said, I, I'm not a hugger either. Right. And then another person came forward and said, I'm not a hugger either. I hate when people hug me. Mm-hmm. Like on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. when she has to hug all these strangers yeah. who get out of the car. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. nice to meet you. Oh, mm-hmm. I would rather. Lori, yeah, no, can't. Or you know how there will be people who always hug each other every time they see each other. New Yorkers, you got to kiss. Well, you know, Europeans, you got to. I yes. get it. I get it. I get it. I want to go back to this. The, I want to go back to the cauliflower. How did you know that he took all the because cauliflower? Because I was right behind him. Oh, oh and I saw I the mound. The cauliflower mound. <laughs> and all that was left for me were some tiny little Florets. broken up. They weren't even florets. They were like the the beat off end of the cauliflower yeah. that was dragged oh, that was through. Good. Oh, dragged through the mud. Yeah, dragged through the <laughs> wine Sorry sauce or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was and really I'm good. like, I go, do you like cauliflower? I love cauliflower. <laughs> no, yeah, paid you, no attention to the fact that mm-mm. probably just thought there you were have trees. Another, uh, yeah, we do another blind. What item? a Hollywood whiz kid is also not a fan of gratuitous hugging, like Petit Moi. There's there's two more people at this mm-hmm. station, but only one on the air that. Just was like, we high-fived and bonded over our complete disdain of gratuitous hugging. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So if you ever meet Lori, don't even go in for it. No, I mean, if someone is very, you know, like, (laughs) they're sharing sharing something, I don't mind hugging that or somebody says like that. But I just mean, like... Okay, I think this this is a good guess. I don't know who it is. Okay. Okay. All right, who doesn't like to be hugged? And caller, who did you think it was? I think it's Holly. Holly? Ding, ding, yes. ding, 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 Holly. ding, 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 ding. Holly's yes. not a hugger. Are you, are you, a, are you a, a hugger? No, not at all. In fact, my husband's family, when they leave, they kiss you on the lips oh. and hug you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, you either are or you're not. Right. Yeah. And there's, you know, like, I noticed that, uh, you know, there's people that they just really do like to, and Steve really, he just, he goes, he you goes gotta all love in. the hug. Yep, he goes all in and for I the said, hug. And I said, you also gotta respect the people who don't love the hug. Mm-hmm. You know? Do okay. Have, I have, do we have time for one for me? We got two more. Two more, okay. okay. Mine and no. then yours. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Which Scoop talk show host found out great intel on the thing that shall not be mentioned that happens later in the summer? Oof. Whatever. What? Whatever. Donnie, tell us yours. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't even understand. I know that. it. Donnie, tell us yours. Okay. If- uh, who on our staff took credit and actually came up to me and said, I got a bottle of rose just for you and took credit for something that was not her idea? Uh, B. Arthur. B. Arthur? Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yep. It was Holly's idea. Holly oh. suggested it, and B. Arthur's like, you know, I got a bottle of rosé. Oh, for the rosé. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Jeez. No. Julia, I found out amazing scoop about the event that I was happens in August. Yeah, that happens in August. Yeah. But I uh, was like... Sworn to secrecy. We're sworn to secrecy. It's oh, okay. amazing news. It's really? so exciting, Donnie. It's so exciting. TBD. No, no one else right. knows about it. I tried my best to find out Project Down and Dirty, and instead I ended up just giving ideas along with Julia mm-hmm. or things we could do. For, for and things we, and, and things we refuse to do. Yeah. <laughs> that right now, might have been longer. Our two favorite wishes are Grand Old Opry. 
which my would be so much fun. Or beauty salon. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun for you. Oh, I would love beauty salon. <laughs> I would love beauty salon. All right, listen, uh, that's enough dishing about that party last night. We can come back. It's the dirt case. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we got Holly Hollywood, who was just part of our party blind item. Yes. I, yeah, you're not a gratuitous hugger. It's you a, and I. It's the gratuitous hugging. I had an awkward moment on Memorial Day weekend where I just kind of was like, okay, I've met this person once, and do I, somebody hugs, and what do I do? Can I just say hi? I don't want to hug. It's like no. me at bowling. I hate giving gratuitous high fives. I don't know where those hands have been. I only want to high five they, my team. They've been in the dirty bowling ball fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. I just want to high five my team. Otherwise, I feel like it's gratuitous. I don't want to give a high five to the team I'm bowling Enough. against and hoping I'm winning. You know? <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to Britney Spears. Britney Spears is in the news today because of her ex-husband, Kevin Federline. Reports from Us Weekly are saying that uh, Britney Spears has been officially served with a subpoena to sit for a deposition to discuss her personal finances in Mm -hmm. regards to the case of Kevin Federline seeking at least three times the amount of child support for his two sons that he's currently receiving from Britney Spears. The source tells us weekly that her lawyer laura wasser accepted the subpoena on britney's behalf the subpoena also includes financial discovery including britney's most recent tax returns ding ding and a completed income and expense declaration now the tax returns were the subject of uh, a discussion a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when kevin federline was seeking more mm-hmm. child support he was like well where are the receipts i want to see how much money right. you're making because at this juncture I do deserve more money for raising He's been these children. Getting the same amount of money since that they settled this nine years ago yeah. or whatever. And yeah, because it does change. It, it does. Yeah. They were only married um, from 2004 to 2007, so it has been 11 years, mm-hmm. and right. he has full custody of the children, and he has been very generous with that custody with Britney Spears. So, who can't figure out why they're playing hardball? And she's mm-hmm. got Laura Wasser as an mm-hmm. attorney. I mean, she's like a powerhouse. Exactly. You know, so it will be interesting to see what exactly is happening. I, you know, my senses indicate that the executors of the estate, Britney Spears' father, the Mm -hmm. people who are making the actual day to day business Mm -hmm. decisions, you know, then you have to ask yourself, well, what do these people have to hide? Yeah. What do, what are these people doing behind the scenes? Maybe Maybe. they don't want her to find out how much they're taking. Well, (laughs) Julia, that's what I'm saying is exactly is that they don't want to show the receipts in a court of law because they will have to be responsible for what they've done. So Mm -hmm. we shall see how that evolves in court. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter has published a really interesting comedy actress roundtable with lots of uh, fabulous comedians. And I bring you this part of the story from the roundtable. I thought it was uh, pretty relatable on the part of Drew Barrymore. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Moore, she said that she felt pressured to accept whatever salary she could get on the first season of her Netflix show, Santa Clarita Diet. She hadn't because acted she hadn't in a acted in so is that long. Right? But still, she's Drew Barrymore. She is Drew Barrymore, <laughs> but this is what she had to say. She said, you know, I think I'm, I'm just so nervous to ever go back to having no career. I know what it's like to be told you're done for a while, sit on ice in the blacklist corner. So I think she's talking about her career in the mid-90s mm-hmm. where, you know, she was a big child actor. Uh, she didn't wasn't getting a lot of work except for maybe made-for-TV movies and some and smaller Adam things. Sand- Yeah, and she started her own production company Mm -hmm. because not only did she star in the Charlie's Angels movies, but she produced those. Those were her projects. So she said, uh, you know, she had been taking some time off to have a few kids. And she said, so when I got the show, The Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix, she said, I'll take whatever you can give me. And then she said on season two and three, I was like, well, maybe I'm a value to this show and I'm going to go in and I'm going to go and renegotiate my salary. And she and and a lot of women in this comedy roundtable are talking about that, you know, and it's again, this open conversation of what's our worth, what's our value, yeah. how can we work together to negotiate these higher salaries? It's, I suppose it's the same thing within any other business. If you step aside and you take a few years off and then you come back, then you feel like you don't can't ask where the level that you were at. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you know, you think you asked, you're like Drew Barrymore, yeah. but it's totally relatable. And yeah. lots of women yeah, are going, I, I get it. Are I get going Going through these things, mm-hmm. uh, a little casting news regarding the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that Quentin Tarantino oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino has just joined the cast. Oh my god! He is going to be playing a character named Marvin Schwartz, who is a, a fictional character, and that's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio's character's agent in this movie. Also, new additions to the cast include Damian Lewis. He's going to play Steve McQueen. He's Brody. What? He's Brody. He's going to play Steve McQueen? Mm-hmm. Ugh, terrible <laughs> casting. I don't know. No. You that, can't stand his character on Billions. But he's, he's got red hair. Boy, they can dye hair. I, know, oh I don't. Gosh. He does not have a Steve McQueen jawline. I'm sorry, Holly. Do you know who he is? I don't know that Homeland. that's such a bad casting, uh, to be honest. Mm. I, only, I don't know that it's so bad. The only reason I say that is because I've been I, that I'm like maybe is because Damian Lewis is currently filming a movie and he's playing the former mayor of, of Toronto. Toronto, the fat with guy, the fat suit. The, with uh-huh. the, and it's like what? Yeah. I would never have put the two right. and two together. Right. So maybe yep. my imagination needs to be open. Luke Perry's uh, going to be in this movie. Luke Perry is going to take take a little break from Riverdale. And what's he going to do? He's playing a character named Scotty Lancer. Emil Hirsch is going to be in this movie. Dakota Fanning. Emil Hirsch. We haven't seen him mm-hmm. in a long time. What's well, Dakota Fanning going to play? She is playing a woman named Lynette Squeaky Frome. Now I think that this she's is the a one real... who tried to assassinate Gerald Ford. Exactly. So she's going to be playing later. that. And she was a, a fringe member of the Manson family. She was oh. in with the girls. Okay. She was a fringer. Yeah. So again, I wow. think this movie is going to be really expansive looking at the Hollywood history of the late 1960s. And then somehow all of these characters are going to be mixed in together. And Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant is in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love sorry. him. And he's we, in that he terrible Santa, Santa Clarita, Clarita diet, diet, which we hate. And Kurt Russell? Michael Madsen? Oh my gosh. Burt Reynolds? Yeah, Burt Reynolds is going to be in this movie too. He's like really 
All right. Now that I know that it isn't going to be about the actual no, killing of wait, Sharon Tate that, uh, Tate, that it's more about what Hollywood was like in that period of time, I just wish they wouldn't release it on the anniversary yeah. 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 of the date that they were yeah. murdered. I don't like that. Yeah, but, exactly. Right. Now, just want to come around to the top headline of the afternoon, uh, one of them, and that we did talk about in the Dirt Alert at 5 o'clock, is that actor Alan O'Neill has passed away at the age of 47. Now, he was in Sons of Anarchy. He was a... He was a minor, minor player, yeah. he was a minor character. I don't a, know him. Yeah, I and mean, from other things. I don't yeah, he's just him. a character actor, mm-hmm. and no foul play is expected in his death. However, an autopsy will be completed soon. Chloe Kardashian coming out of the out of hiding. <laughs> she was spotted supporting Tristan Thompson at Game Three of the NBA Finals last night in Cleveland. So they're done. The Cavaliers like, are kicking. I'm going to just butt. call Tristan Thompson what the Daily Mail does: the love rat. That's how oh, they refer to him. Chloe and her love rat, Tristan Thompson. I love wow. it. That is so romantic. But to your point, Julia, uh, the Golden State Warriors um, are probably going to Three take to the zero thing. right now. That's Three really to bad. zero. Well, the only thing on the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers is LeBron James. Exactly. What about Kevin Durant and Kevin Love? They're on the other team. Kevin Love plays with him, but he's not doing so well. Look at the All right. sports ball update from it. Julia right and the there. Thing, the cap, and the lover and the plays for the Cavs. Yeah, he does. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I'm going to call him the lover at. And, the, <laughs> and in the hockey Stanley Cup Finals. What happened to our Cinderella Knights? They won the first one, but uh, the three senators have already won three. May we never have nicknames like the love rat. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's one of my worse. radio names. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's Kenny's pet name that his wife calls him. Yeah, oh, oh, you love, love, love rat. Give me some she love. Calls it. me daddy. Daddy. Ew, ish. Daddy. Big daddy. Big daddy. You turn your mic off, Holly Roberts. That's right. Okay, you don't listen. Get it. Uh, after Kenny gives us the, the traffic, we- and your theory is. Are you afraid, Julia? Well, yes, Julia actually (laughs) Googled on WebMD yesterday. You know, Uh, my theory is don't ever go down that rabbit hole. But Julia did, and she 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 correctly diagnosed herself with something. This time. This time. The one time. I have elbow bursitis amitis. What? My bursa <laughs> sack on my elbow. It looked like a golf ball in her elbow. Today it looks like a softball oh, in her elbow. Yikes. I need to get on. I, I need to leave the station. But I have my, to go get my yeah, meds. My theory is, though, do not go down. I know, but the I was like. MD rabbit hole. It's okay. huge. Okay, this is um, this is a theory. Oh. And I want to see if you guys agree or disagree uh, well, with this. Well, let's okay. just okay. say what we think the odds are. We it, disagree. Okay, but it has to do with sex. Okay. And theory is... Johnny's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, wait a minute. Donnie, yeah. you have the dump button ready, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I do. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, what? Women overestimate and and men underestimate, underestimate their partner's initiations of sex. I would believe that. Yes. It is rare when a couple feels as though both parties are perfectly equal in the sexual initiation stakes. Yeah, I believe that's, that's that 100%. True. And then you hear that complain as marriages yeah. go on. Yeah. He, she never initiates sex. Yeah. I'm sick of it. You yeah. know, why don't you want to have sex with me? You never initiate it. And I think you should not fight about that aspect just, of it. Just have sex. Yeah. doesn't matter who started yeah, it. Yeah, don't get hung up on that no. detail. Uh, because it's easy to feel like one person always makes the, uh, the, uh, the effort or the other is pestering when you're in the mood. 
but it is because, and they have the research to do it, is that people have, people do not have the ability to assess, and it seems crazy when your partner is trying to get sexual. In straight couples, what? women in general <laughs> overestimate their partner's advances all the time. Okay, while the guys underestimate their partner's attempts to kick off sex. And this was published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. So basically, we're just not that great at assessing when our partners are making the move. And they looked at 120 heterosexual couples who'd been together for three months all the way to 30 years. Wow. So all stages of the relationship. Because the initial thing, you know, you can't keep your hands off each other. You don't even care. But um, in the first group, they just had, they just asked them to rate different things. And then they had to read short descriptions of 29 actions that could indicate sexual interest, like going in for a smooch or putting a hand on the thigh. um, Holding hands. Holding hands. And researchers found. Sitting next to each other. Yeah. uh, But the research found it's not that we are that bad at identifying, it's just that women are overestimating. You're always. You're always after me, or uh, they interpret right. any physical any outreach. So true. Keep your hands off me for a so minute. True. Yes, I'm busy, and the guy isn't even tr- hey. maybe no. not even trying no. to do that. I'm and busy. then, and uh, and then, uh, essentially, women think that men are initiating sex more often than the men actually think they're initiating. But, all right. Can you believe we've ever even gotten along? We have so many cross signals. I, I know we do, but again, th- this should not even be an issue. But it's during a tit-for-tat phase, which could be going on for different reasons in your relationship. And women and always, mo- there's an assumption that women, women will just say that oh, men are, the guy is hornier. Right. Um, and um, so they rounded up the sexual count. And we're not even, we need to find out, there needs to be more research on why the two genders are off, depending on the gender. And, the, uh, gender. and this may be like in a... Um, you know, gay or bisexual relationship, people are more maybe, you know, at one because they're the same. It's two women, two men or right, whatever. Right. And they maybe know how each other's brain works. Oh. Yeah. The, I yeah, would yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a benefit of being in a same-sex mar- a marriage relationship. Or, or relationship. That so. the other person totally gets you. Yeah. Sometimes the subtle leg stroking or the hand-holding or the hair thing is nothing more than that. Exactly. Just say and I love then you. sometimes, to be on the guy's side of thing, there is, this is a theory of mine again, oh, this be good. to go into this theory, is that there is sometimes this unfortunate uh, Disney, Cinderella, fairy tale belief where women want men to read their minds. Please don't do that. I know, but that's a thing. <laughs> I know. That's a real thing. And it is a real thing. And people get upset about that. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about that? Well, you need to communicate, Lori. You need to true. say what you need. That's right. And it's, and it's and not... And say no when you're not. Yep. And sometimes uh, I know I've learned from three marriages and a few different oh, relationships that sometimes you just say to somebody real early in the evening... 
Nothing is happening today. <laughs> so you get the expectation. Why not? I'm watering my garden. Yep. Or whatever you want yep. to say. Whatever. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, Could it be. is. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, yep. and just, but you might be in a playful mood and say, well, maybe this is going to happen or maybe that's going to happen. But maybe you just already know. You're just like, I've had that day. Yep. I'm. Mm-hmm done i'm feeling I, that way right now like I, today i'm just done with it and mm-hmm. so if you're in with somebody it sometimes is easier just to set the expectation as no expectation yeah tonight yes. we're going into this night is no expectation instead of one or the other trying to fight off the other one yeah the, uh, to me i feel like we're completely contradicting we're going along when you really don't want to when you don't really want to yeah, yeah, don't do so sometimes it is better just to my theory is just be upfront upfront about what where you want to get upfront what, what? <laughs> not tonight honey tomorrow morning <laughs> that's right mm-hmm. okay Okay. No, uh, that all made massive amount of sense to me okay good i'm so and glad. i think to a lot of other people yeah 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 okay uh this is been a theory of people who practice um transcendental meditation and any other kinds of meditation and the theory is that um you um, forget your sanskrit word from time to time well i don't you got a hard one i got a hard one because you um have a more difficult personality a wandering mind and so the, they gave me a hard word a to hard focus word. on yes. so I could stay focused. Mm. So you could stay focused. But listen to this. Okay. Um, and so the theory, there's and a You new, can never share your word. No, not, not if you have a Sanskrit and you're doing transcendental meditation, which you have to learn how to do. Um, doing a nice study with Joseph Perry it was wonderful. But a new study by the American Physiological Society said that um, meditation it's become hugely popular amid soaring rates of depression and that they're having luck with people for anxiety and stress relief. Oh, 100%. On the study. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, it's just... um, There's, you know, for people out there, there's a ton of um, different... you know, apps that you can, that you can go through guided mm-hmm. meditation. If you yep. don't want to learn do how to do TM, TM. Yeah. cause that took us like four nights to learn. Uh, yeah. And I just got back into it again. And I just we started got a refresher and, right. and Casey does it uh, twice a day. And anyway, it's just, if it is, it's something that, and I remember when we learned with Joseph, he said, I made you do it with me he, because I said, I need your help as a friend. Cause I'm, my mind is going crazy. Yeah. That's, and we and went, you did I loved it. it. And I, yep. and I do, I do do it. I, I don't do it. Like Casey, I don't do it twice a day for 20 minutes. I just do it like once a day for 20 minutes. But he told us that it really helps like people who, uh, with addiction, he's taught it in prisons. He studied like with the Maharaji yeah, he who did. taught the Beatles. How to do TM? Yeah. That was, guy? Oh yeah. yes, this, he's this no. not so Barry from St. Paul. He studied yep. with him. Oh, no. We studied with the Maharaj Mahesh Yogi. Yeah, yes. he, he has worked with people in treatment centers, and it helps people. And so they have that. Yeah, it really, even if you just do an hour a week total, mm-hmm. that that is reduces anxiety and stress in a meaningful way on the heart, and also how you feel. about calmness in your mind now of course if you have you know major depression or you know something else something but it's a starting point if you are feeling anxious where you could try try meditation and sometimes it's just breathing yeah just breathe breathing and breathe deep and being quiet yeah Yeah, being quiet so anyway and this is it's uh, an amazing feeling though when you can get into it 
and your body goes through like waves and you can think of, you clear your mind of absolutely everything. Yeah, it it's is. an amazing feeling. And it is calming. Unbelievably so. It is calming. Mm-hmm. We encourage it. Call us Zen Master. No. <laughs> I don't, I I don't think anyone dying. would ever call us <laughs> no, Zen Master. Oh, that Lori and Julia, <laughs> no, they're yeah. so Zen. Yeah, they're so I, oh, yeah. I don't know that we ever hear that. But it helps us. <laughs> Explain <laughs> to me, Obi Wan Kenobi, yes. why they think they can be called Zen Masters. Have you ever tried it though, Darnie? I've I've done meditation. You yeah. know what always happens to me? I fall asleep. Well, well that and that's okay. Is it okay? Fall asleep. It is. I you I gave Casey crap about it because I said I. It's not meant. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Meditating if you're snoring. It isn't. <laughs> okay, but we did learn that it is okay that that just, you're pretty, yeah. you'll just wake so up relaxed. very refreshed. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, there you go. There's Those are theories for this Thursday. Uh, tomorrow, we will be in Edina doing our first broadcast for Food for Families, 4816 Wilford Way. It's, and it is a home. It is a home, and it's it's house number six on the Home Remodelers Tour. Yeah. Or just go to my talk event page, and okay. you'll, it'll show you the map and everything. Okay. And it's it's a lovely family that yeah. lives at this house. And, and this is our eighth year in a row of collecting food for yeah. second harvest. And you can bring check or you can bring non-perishable items. And we're looking forward to our first time broadcasting in a private home. Yeah, yes, right. and everyone's welcome to come in. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on by. Look at this beautiful house. So that's where we'll be tomorrow out on the road. And um, when we come back, we got our favorite headlines of the day. Gotta be right now, right now. Baby, gonna me now. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, favorite headline today: Mariah says judging American Idol was a bleak experience. I, just <laughs> I love it. Love it. Just so bleak. And that's uh, like a great thing to call something. And else. A bleak. Mm-hmm. Darling. 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 I was I, dazzled by her necklace and her two Mariah And her beautiful butterfly. cleavage. She really has an amazing cleavage. She really does. It's beautiful. I'd like to have it for one day. I would like to have it too. Well, for one day and just see what happens. <laughs> what do you think well, would think happen, Lori? Because this out. is my favorite thing that you've always said I'd be too dangerous if oh, I had if boobs. I, yeah, if I, I would have right been dangerous. I would have really? been dangerous. Back Julia, in the day. Oh, yeah. I got in enough trouble with my flat chest. That's right. Oh, man. No, she knows that. I know. We're friends. I know. I had the I big boobs. I'm a small I hated, breasted I woman. I having the big boobs. never have saggy harsh. boobs, so yeah. hate oh, me. See, there's another shot across the Yeah. No, I understand. What are you saying? olive branch. Are you saying I have saggy boobs? Oh, well, okay. I'm Here just saying go. big boobs will sag. Eventually. Small uh, boobs don't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to sag. There isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you start sagging on the side. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's been known to happen. <laughs> right. Side sagging. Ooh. SS, come yeah. over here. Side boob.
Okay. Was that your favorite headline? Yeah. Oh, it was. all right. Uh, but did you want Claire, to tell us yours? Uh, I, I'm about to. Uh, Claire Foy debuts as Elizabeth Salander. Okay. This is this is kind of exciting. It's so this girl is the girl in the spider's web. Okay. So this is the fourth book in the Stieg Larsson series that started with the girl in the dragon, dragon tattoo. tattoo he didn't write this book. I know, no. Donnie. Oh, okay. I'm going to finish. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and then the next one was the girl who played with fire and right. the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. She's the third person to play Elizabeth Salander. Yes. But this is a brand new book. He had started writing the book and then he died and then it was the, picked up by someone yeah, else. It, again, it's the third person. We had... Uh, new, we I had know it Yeah, and then Rooney Mara, Rooney Mara and now Claire Foy. I mean, it's like so weird that no one ever wants to play her more than once. No, no, no. Numi Rapace played her three times. She oh, did. she did. Yes. But, and we made another movie of the same movie with Maya Rooney oh. way back in the day. Oh, my. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara, Rooney Mara. yes. So it was this, a remake of the Swedish movie. Did okay. anyone read this new book, book no, four? Because no. we were obsessed with these books. I read the first three, and then I was it. That was done. I, well, because I, he died, and his, yeah. and his long-term girlfriend, partner, member, said he didn't want this to be made into a book. Mm-hmm. And the family took all of his money, gave her none, and they lived together like 27 years. all of his success uh, of these books came out after he died. No, I don't think that's okay. true. Close right. to the end, Lori. Because yeah. he de- delivered three at the same time, right. I believe, to Random House or something. And then he died very close, close to it. Close after they but then came out. So he never family, got to see the success. He, no, and his family took all of his money because he lived with a domestic partner. Which is very common in Scandinavian countries. They even yeah. have a name for it. Which yeah. is? I, I don't know. You. It's, it's oh. called Bleep You. Yeah, no, it's a, sweet, it's a Swedish yeah. Norwegian you. name, but it's a recognized name about oh, you're a committed, okay. uh, long-term yeah. couple who's just never got married. And so, so whatever. But what do we think about Claire Foy? I think she'll be creepy, fantastic in it. All it is is a creepy still. We well, posted it. Go ahead. No, the, I posted it. the trailer. Oh, you did? Yes. Lori. I to watch the whole trailer. All right. Well, no wonder. She's brilliant oh, as an actress. She so, I, But I, we never read this book. And the book five is coming out now. The girl who takes an uh, eye for an eye. You don't need to read the, this book to see this movie. No. That wasn't my point at all. My point is that this series is still continuing on. Yes, it's going to be Without right. Stieg Larsen, Laurie. Yes, and will yeah. we ever dip our toes back in? Not to read it, but you could see the movie. You're so interested in telling us about the book and going back to the old gossip well, about I'm the family. Wonder- and, you know, it's like, really, it's more I'm about wa- do I'm you want to see... You'll never right. read the book. Well, I was going to say, we love those books. Would we ever go back and read these? That was the question Asked I'm having. Asked and answered. <laughs> You're such a brat right now. Okay. I want to kick you. Yeah. Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next. Okay. Cynthia Nixon releases Sex and the City themed campaign merchandise. It is kind of cute. It yeah. totally it on is. The view today. Mm-hmm. She'll be running in the primary, the New York primary for governor. Is it like I'm a Miranda bag? I'm yes. a Miranda and I'm voting for Cynthia. It's cute. Yeah, it is it's cute. cute. Yeah. All right, good idea. All right. Uh, the Crown, season three. Helena Bonham Carter gives update, says she looks nothing like Princess Margaret. Well, and we were just <laughs> talking about this with Damian Lewis playing Steve McQueen. He looks nothing like him. You know? I can't believe that well it is kind of true i mean olivia the woman coleman who's playing queen elizabeth she doesn't look anything like no she doesn't queen elizabeth so but you know people don't age the way they did back then 
<laughs> well, you know what I mean? Well, mean? people look like they were 90 at 40. Uh, well, well, maybe yeah, not that, ones, but you well, look pretty, yeah. pretty old at like 60 yeah. compared to now or any other age. So maybe that's what she's saying. Yeah, maybe. That she's saying more like that. They didn't have the. Well, and, and Tobias Menzies doesn't look like Prince Philip. He's got the cragginess of his face in the big nose. Mm, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's anyway. see. Oh, speaking of the royals, royal experts are trying to understand why the queen is so keen on Duchess Meghan. Well, she wants her to know her. No, I royal think, etiquette. No, I no 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 no. What do you think? You're, but that's what it did say in the article. No, no, Julia, yeah, it did. I it, read it. No. You okay, we're gonna fight. Let's take here. it down. No. <laughs> one of the things that Elizabeth has done. Is she is modernizing the, the 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 firm without ever even really saying anything about it? That's right. Making an announcement. Making an announcement without overtly doing it. This has always been one of the things, and she realizes that because no one has ever spent the night. She's never done all the stuff that she's doing with Megan. Never did it with Kate. Right. And it's because she knows that the Harry and Megan are very well liked, and Megan looks like half the world. No, there you go. And so I think that the queen is just, she knows what the hell she's doing. And she wants to take her under her wing and guide her. And I think Megan is, to use a British word, keen to do it. Absolutely. She never did any of this with Kate. No, I know. Jealous. Hmm. Well, I don't know about that, Donnie. I don't think so. I don't think it's that. But we can fight about it tomorrow. All right, good. Let's look forward to it. (laughs) Come visit us. Job done. Off you go.